We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. RJ on the call was 16 years ago today. The Ottawa fight game, the brawl. I was there. Marty Baron was there. Marty on the Western Hotline. I wish I was there. What's up, Marty? Uh, Not much. It's funny because this year, I always think of the trade deadline and the week before the trade deadline when it happens. But the trade deadline is a little bit later this year just because the NHL season is scheduled to like end a, a week later. So that's why I wasn't thinking about it when you texted me a couple of days ago and I was like, already? Like we're ready. <laughs> we're already getting there. So I was surprised. Yeah. It sneaks up. I, I don't know why. The, the date always sticks out right in my mind, February 22nd, because, you know, it's one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. One of the... I feel like it's one of the most memorable games in, in Sabres franchise history. We'll get to last night's game in a moment, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been asked thousands of times about that. There's a Beyond Blue and Gold about it. You know, as you as you look back, as you guys talk about it, you know, look back on the broadcast or teammates. Um, you know, what 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 do you remember about that night? And and I guess it's in context in context with that team as well. Yeah, I, I do remember even leading up to that game how many injuries we had suffered, right? And it was it was a great season, and it was a surprise. Like the year before was a surprising season. That year was was you know the President's Trophy season, so it was a fantastic season. So to keep losing players to injuries game after game after game was was a bit of a tough blow. And then to see Chris Rui getting hit like that by Chris Neal, who we already didn't like. And the rivalry with Ottawa was was pretty strong with the previous season, Pominville goal. But I still remember it from, you know, the Derek Plant run Tugnut, Michael Becca, Alexi Yashin. Like, it was, in my mind, like, that rivalry was really, really strong. And for the younger or newer player, it was, like, from the year before. So there was there was something there. That game... And not only was it one game, it was a home-and-home home because a few days later we were playing in Ottawa. So so you knew there was going to be a lot of emotions in that game, uh, and it, it lived up to it, right? So that was leading up to it. The game itself, I don't remember the goals leading up to the brawl. Um, I know it was a, it ended up being a very high-scoring game uh, with both you know Gerber and Miller going back in it after me and Ray got in a fight, but um, you know, the, the game itself, not a lot that I remember. Um, I have visual reminder in my head, like Miller making the save and then 
you know, doing the, the spin and the celebration after the shootout. Uh, you know, I think there was a goal on Gerber that I do remember, uh, but I wouldn't be able to remember who scored it. It was just, it was that brawl, the fight, the, the whole, you know, Spezza, Heatley, Comrie against Mayor Peters, Coletta, like that was, that was it. That was the whole game right there. So when they, if, if you remember, they come out onto the ice, Peters, Mayor, and Coletta, and they're being shown on camera. So, like, I can watch it and say, okay, I know when they decide to go after guys and, like, how it happens. But you and Emery are not on camera until you're already at center ice with masks off. So do you remember, like, were you ready to, like, skate down there before the puck is dropped? Did you see what was happening and then decide? Like, how did it go that you and Emery both knew, okay, we're going to skate to the center ice and fight? So funny enough, like, I did my catching glove really, really tight when I played. Like, double strapped, really tight. I even glued, like, I had a spray, like, one of those, like, under-wrapping, like, uh, they call it the, you know, tough uh, spray or whatever. Like, I sprayed my glove hand with that. So my glove hand was, like, literally stuck in my glove, right? So when I saw Mayor Peters Coletta go on the ice, I'm like, uh, okay, well, this is going to happen. I better start loosening up my glove right now. So I'm already kind of, you know, like take, getting my glove hand loose and like knowing that this is going to happen. Now, if you see the clip of, you know, me getting to center ice, I'm still unloosing and tying, untying my glove. Like it literally didn't come off in one second. So I started like to prepare before the, the puck was dropped. And then, you know, when the whole thing happened, I took the mask off, took the blocker off, dropped the stick. And then I'm still working on loosening up the glove until I get there. So, so it did um, take a little bit longer and it was a process. But the, the beyond blue and gold that Jeremy, you mentioned about, it was so interesting when we sat down because I knew my version of the things. I didn't know P.D., Coletta, and Adam Mayer. And really, Adam Mayer was the one I was most surprised about because he said as soon as, you know, Neil hits Drury, the whole Lindy Ruff and Brian Murray thing happened, and they're yelling at one another. And then, you know, like, Mayer was like, I didn't even look to Lindy. I jumped over the board. I'm like, I'm going. Like, he he wasn't going to get me off the ice. So, so that was interesting that he had taken ownership, and it was it was like that. Marty Baron on the Western Hotline. The 16-year anniversary of the Ottawa fight game. We'll get to last night's game in a moment. Marty, one thing I have not thought of or maybe realized until today is that you played in that game, the next game against Ottawa, and those were your last two games as a Sabre. Yeah, so the the brawl was my last home game as a Sabre, and then we went to Ottawa, and I remember starting that game. Um, I didn't finish either one of them. I got pulled in the Ottawa game because I wrote, I I keep using those two games as an example to younger players and especially goaltender as to how you have to manage your emotions in games. Like the first Ottawa game, the brawl happened, you know, okay, it's great. And then I believe it was a Saturday night in Ottawa that we did play after and you know it's hockey night in canada it's a buzz we just had the brawl and i remember listening to music on the bus you know from the hotel to the rink and then getting to the change room before going over to my stall and Jochen hash looked at me and he goes 
damn, like how loud are you listening to music? Because it was literally blasting out of my headphones. And I remember being so pumped up. Like, I'm like, I'm going to, we're going to kill them. Like, it's going to be like, I'm, I'm going to be like on top of it and all of that. But emotionally, I was so high. I couldn't really like play the game. I, I wasn't, I wasn't managing my emotions on that Saturday night. So I got pulled. And then a couple of days later, we were in Toronto actually getting ready to play the Leafs when I got traded and there was a trade deadline. So yeah, those were my last two Sabres games. But the last home game that I've ever played as a Sabres in front of our fans was the brawl. I'm looking at Marty's game log right now. We were complaining yesterday about how these teams don't play each other in the division anymore. Marty's last eight games with the Sabres, all past that new year, went Toronto, Toronto, Montreal, Boston, Boston, Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa. All divisional games because they just played each other all the time. Marty, after the... that That was a weird time... Joe, it was it was the first three years after the uh, 04 or 05 lockout. And so what they did, and it didn't work. And it, there's an easy fix for the schedule. Um, but they tried something back then as basically there was 30 teams, 15 in each conference. So you played, and there was three divisions of five teams in each conference. So the way that it worked is, let's see the Sabres. One Western Conference division, you played one game against them in their building. So there's five games. One Western division, mm-hmm. they came to you for one game. So there's another 5-10. And one division, you didn't play at all. And it became a rotation. So for three years, you played, let's see, you know, I don't know. You played LA there. LA came to you the next year. And the third year, you didn't play at LA at all. Mm-hmm. So that made sense. 10 games against the West. The other two divisions were a home and home in your, in your conference. So you've got, you know, uh, 10 games, uh, 10 teams that you play four times. So that's 40, 40 plus 50. So there was 32 team, games against your own division of four teams, eight games against each of them, four at home, four on the road. It was very heavy division um, you know, base, but my, the year I got traded to the Flyers, I got to Philadelphia and one of the last game of the season, we played Pittsburgh and the guys are all like depressed. And I'm like, what's going on? Like we're playing the Pens. It's a, it's a Flyers, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins rivalry, Pennsylvania rivalry. And they're like, they're seven and no against us this year. And they finished <laughs> eight and no against the Flyers. So, so if you had a bad team or two bad teams in your division, that was literally like 32 points you could get right there. I know you talked about this on the blue and gold a little bit, but where did you watch the rest of the brawl game after you got kicked out? So we got kicked out, and then the Sabres, we had a somewhat of a lounge. Like, I know the locker rooms in the NHL now are all, you know, they have the kitchen and the lounge and a place to, like, have food, and that would have been the place to watch the game. But we had a makeshift lounge back then which was like a couple of couches, a big screen TV. Uh, and it was right off of the locker room, right off of a changing room. So the players that weren't playing, like Paul Gostad had gotten hurt. Uh, you know, there was, uh, there was five or six guys that were not playing because they were injured. Uh, so they were sitting there. They had pizza and wings. They were re- watching the game. And I remember coming into the locker room and, and smelling the pizza and smelling the wings and being like, where's everybody at? And then, so me and Petey went to the back room where the lounge was and we sat on the couch. I didn't even have my Jersey off. I had a slice of pizza in my hand. And then 
what looking back, knowing that, well, I was probably already in trade talks with other teams because Darcy Regeer came down to the locker room and to the lounge and was like, are you okay? Like to, to PD and I, like, are you guys okay? You guys good? Like you're not hurt. And I remember being like, no, no, good. He didn't hit me. Like he hit me in the back of the head one time and I'm fine. He goes, you're good, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then he went back to finish watching the game. Well, obviously, he wanted to make sure I wasn't injured. He probably had talked with Philadelphia before that and wanted to make sure that the trade was still going to go down or something like that. So so that was interesting. But, yeah, I was in the lounge with all the guys. And I remember when we won the shootout, like the building buzz in and all of that. So it was pretty cool. Marty, last night, rough one for the Sabres, the Ryan O'Reilly hat trick, Lukanen pulled. I wonder your thoughts on, on Lukanen in this game. You know, Don Granato starts by saying it's not on Lukanen, and I don't think anyone would say, you know, the entire loss is on Lukanen, but I do think it was a bit of a dif- disappointing performance. There are going to be moments, you know this, as a goalie, where you've got to come up if the team is not not really playing well and give them time to find their game. And unfortunately, last night, that didn't happen. Yeah, so I mentioned it to Brian Duff and Sibbers live yesterday. I said, he asked me, what's the key to tonight's game? I said, so you got to give three goals or less to the Leafs. The Leafs, uh, literally, uh, you know, if they score four, like they just, they dominate in the NHL this year. And the Sabres, defensively, they're, they're back to where it was when they had their eight-game losing streak. They actually, they don't give up as many chances the goalies give up more goals. So I'm like, you, you need a few big saves. And you're not always going to have your best periods. And, and this is, and I hate to say it, but it's a cliche, the trap game, right? You go out west, you come back home. That game is usually a trap game. And we've seen examples of that. So you need your goalie to bail you out. You need your goalie in the first period to make a few big saves. That first period for me, should have been a 2 nothing deficit, not a 4 nothing deficit where you're like the rest of the game is a mail-it-in game, especially for the Leafs. So that's how I see it. I didn't love the O'Reilly, the first goal. Obviously, Luke and then probably watching the tape is going to wonder why did he overplay the, the shooter Marner so much on that play. I didn't like the bunting goal. Like, you know, bunting comes in, just makes a move to his left and has half the net to shoot at. So I think that's a 2 nothing game at that point. Now, was, was Don Granato right to say that's not on UPL? Absolutely he was right because the Sabres had nothing, nothing in the first period. They, they, they got dominated on the matchup. It was O'Reilly against Thompson, um, and, and that didn't work at all. Now, Don Granato went to a different matchup in the second period and, and, and actually put Jost with Oposo and Gergensen's on O'Reilly, but the Leafs are, I mean, we're up for nothing, then up five, nothing. And that's it. Uh, but so they got dominated in the matchup. I think they got dominated in the, the structure of the game and the game planning. The Leafs kept having somebody wide every rush and the weak side defenseman got caught, you know, on the same side of the ice as the strong side defenseman too many times. It opened up that door. It just, that was that game. But now it wasn't on UPL, but I, I, I still don't think that goaltending has been uh, where it needs to be at this time of the year to compete. Marty Baron on the West Her Hotline. Marty, thank you. Getting ready for what? Trade deadline coverage and all? Um, yeah, I'm going to be in Toronto again this year for that one with TSN. I will do you know a couple of uh, check-in with Sabres Live. 
And because of the dates of the deadline this year, I believe, like, usually we do a three-hour cover, but I think that the One Bills Live guys are getting ready for the draft. Uh, when's the NFL draft this year? Uh, April 22nd, I think, off the top of my head. Is it the combine, like, at the start of March? or Yeah, that... Something going on? Because I know that the... The deadline... Oh, sorry, the deadline. The combine is coming very quickly. The NFL combine is... February 28th, so that's yes. next week. The yep. draft, by the way, is the 27th of April. But yeah, combine week next week, so... Yeah. So I think, like, there's, they're, they're going to be busy with, like, a bunch of post-combine coverage. So I don't... I don't think we're doing three hours. I think we're only doing one hour. Plus, I don't. I really don't think the Sabers are going to do much. So, and it's not a bad thing, right? It's. It's. I, I say it almost like in a negative way, but it's not. Um, I just don't think they're going to be in on a lot this this season. I think we're a year early still from like making the the big splash, maybe at the deadline. So, so that's good. But yeah, we're starting to you know read every piece is about rumors and trades and potential destination and you know was it uh, uh shen yesterday in vancouver was held out for trade related reasons and you got chikrin and gavrikov and it's like oh my gosh like please end those sagas but that's that's what's going on right now thanks marty okay thanks have a good one guys marty baron 16 year anniversary of the uh ottawa brawl if you were there you you know you don't forget that one what was your angle <laughs> my angle was 100 level and i could see directly into the sabers player tunnel oh, so okay. when drury walked back to the locker room i could see the whole you know he was taken back really yeah i could see that whole walk i could see down the tunnel and I, that also meant i was looking at the sabers bench which so you is, could have seen like you you hear it on the broadcast but rob says Lindy's not paying any attention to him. And then all of a sudden, it's okay, he is paying attention to him, and he's charging over towards the Ottawa bench. Yeah. Yep. So he would have been at a vantage point to see to, all to that. To look straight at everything. Like, the best vantage point you could ask for looking right at the Sabres bench. And Marty mentions all the injuries they had. They did. They had a bunch. It feels like there was a stretch in late January, February, where they lost a guy a game. Gostad... You know, like Clark MacArthur. I don't remember exactly everybody that got hurt. That's but, why Coletta is up and playing his first NHL game. Th- yeah, is because there are injuries. <laughs> the uh, the Ottawa brawl song you guys made way back when, like Ottawa, way back when the Ottawa fight song, the, the Ottawa, Ottawa fight song, the Ottawa song for the playoffs. There was a brawl song too, though, and there was a line in it. Couldn't beat our injured squad. Maybe that yeah. I remember. It's like <laughs> half the team was gone. MacArthur was. wasn't even a regular. Half half the team was gone, and then that game. I think they like they had to kill a five on three and at they, some point after that I fight. Think they killed it off right after. Yeah. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. Some football talk at uh, the top of the hour with Joe Marino of the Draft Network and the Lockdown Bills podcast. We'll talk, of course, about um, you know Bills needs. I also want to get his thoughts on the Jets and. The Jets might be ready to make a big move. Lamar Jackson could be on the move. So some football talk coming up from uh, Joe Marino, the Draft Network. That's top of the hour here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.